Welcome to another episode of Q&A with Q Banks, presented by Jodcast, Journeys to Success with the Jobs for a House graduates. Today, we have a special guest here. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Callie, Callie Mims, and I'm working on my GED and my job. All right, sounds good. Now, can you please share an experience that you had with Jog, you know, just throughout the GED program, and also how it helped you, you know, in your educational journey? Um, I actually started with Jog when they were back on East Calgary Falls Avenue, and I had my daughter. And every time I came back, whether it was over there, and then they changed completely, um, like locations, staffing, whatever it was, they always let me come back and try again and keep going no matter what. So that was like 2019, and here we are, 2023, still at it. Still at it. Now, you mentioned you was with the jog before, and um, you, you mentioned kids, right? Yeah. Okay, so how many kids do you have? I have three. In the midst of having your kids, you were still, you know, focusing on, you know, your education. So uh, can you explain the hardships behind that? Yeah, it was hard to focus. And I think that's where Jog really helped me and stepped in because they helped me focus. And then they helped uh, help me with my education, how to cope with my kids. And like they were brought them in and was willing to work with my life and my living situations. Raising three kids and doing a job and trying to graduate is a lot. And they worked with me through the whole time. And even when I had to take breaks and stuff, like, I could come back. And so that was really nice and convenient. Yeah, that's definitely good to hear. And it's definitely good to hear that, you know, you're still continuing on the right path. Now, you mentioned you was here with us before, and now you're currently, you know, a GED student. Now, who is your career specialist? I work with Miss Monique, uh, yeah, individually the most. She is the one... She's my rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's definitely, you know, definitely an amazing person. Now, when it comes with Monique, um, is there anything that you've learned from her or, you know, any experiences you would like to share? Uh, patience. And her patience with me helps. It kind of teaches me patience with my kids and then with life because a lot of us, too, uh, young moms who struggle with, like, you know, mental health and stuff like that, it's mental health and patience and you got to have that and a focus and she has that patience which is nice when I can't come to school sometimes I have to work more sometimes I go to school and I'm able to work through it with my job and now we're on a consistent basis like it's was developing routine and consistency which I had a struggle at and so the job and just being able to maintain it like a regular like a life like you I got this and it was an overwhelming job helped me do that that's awesome. Now, um, what are your goals, you know, let's just say in the future here, you get your GED, you know, what other goals did you have in mind, you know, post-education? Well, uh, I am actually working with training with the fire fire chief, uh, Sergeant Lash, and I do volunteer work at Fire Station 4 and um, down at the Fire Training Academy because I want to be a firefighter. And Focusing on getting and graduating my GED this year and being able to recruit to do that it would be, like, that's my biggest goal. I want to go to Stark State. Um, two years. I want to be the weather girl, I say, and stuff. I want to get a degree in journalism. Short-term goals, but I think also there's goals that are here, like people skills and um, being able to, like, communicate. Uh, that jog is also helping you with that, I realize. And so, yeah, I'm looking to see whatever I can get out of it. 
Absolutely. Wish you the best, you know, with that. And you mentioned the fire station, right? So how long have you been doing that? So last year when they had the memorial, I uh, I went and I met the Sergeant Lash. She's the first female fire captain. And she, I started like it was a high school, even though I didn't, I wasn't in high school and I haven't graduated. I started a high school training course and I wanted to continue even after it was over. And it's been a healthy hobby and coping skill and and um, I've been in a house fire, and then helping people heals me. And so it's something that, like, even presses me on to get my GED done. And everybody in the support system, JOG works with everybody in my life, the support. And that's a great thing because they feel like it's a team here. All There's there's a number of teachers that outweigh the students, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned a team. You know, we definitely, definitely at JOG, you know, try to have that team atmosphere and also as you mentioned you know working with um, students and working with you know people to bring the best out of them now uh, I heard that you was in a fire is that house what fire. you said you was, so you wasn't a house fire so what age was I was, was 14 it? okay and um, it started with my bedroom with my candles and it was scary and I never I never really thought about it you know until I started you know look I didn't think about it till just recently. It just never crossed my mind. But that was scary. And I just think about how life kind of can just, it just blows up my, it catastrophe. Fires cause catastrophe. And it causes, it was a devastation for my family. And things like that can blow up in life. And that's keeping on course. That's what JOG and this team, it's really is a team effort. And the team is for you and each and everybody here as an individual and a student. And then they can work around that and, I think that people or kids my age or people who go stride to get their GEDs or don't have the drive, if you meet somebody from here, you will find that drive and you will find that purpose and wanting to do it because you gain more out of it than just a GED. Special. <laughs> That's special. And now you mentioned, you know, gaining a lot more than just the GED. Now explain what, you know, what more have you learned or got out of, you know, being with the jog? Uh Self-determination, I've learned I've learned my my strengths and my weaknesses. I see that I am not as bad as math as I thought, <laughs> but um, that I can communicate that there are people like me that I'm able. And it gives you um, it helps you with things that you're going to have to deal with daily in life. So struggles. And then those feelings and the strongholds that you get, they help you break through those just, just like you were in high school. The biggest lessons you learn are not the ones that the teachers are teaching. And these one, the teachers that are here that are teaching, it's kind of like, I feel like a grasshopper in a sensei. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm relearning a lot more than I thought I would know. So life goals, li- life lessons, definitely. Life lessons, yeah. So what are some like key skills, you know, any knowledge that you gained? And I know you mentioned like, them believing in you, you know, um, what was like one of the, one of the two things that you've learned, you know, as far as the monumental things that you've learned? Decision making. And because they're going to leave it up to you automatically, like, you know, ultimately, because you are growing at this age and we have a decision to come and stay and you can only tell somebody to do something so much, but decision making and finding out what's important in life, you know, focusing and, you're gonna, you're gonna go. You're either gonna do it or you're not, and they're gonna help you do it, and they're gonna encourage you to do it. But you're gonna get that strength to do it, and you have like people behind you. So that's the great part that even on days that I don't want to come to school, 
I can message my teachers in or days that something just comes up because that happens in life. Things happen. And they understand that that this even when I do graduate, these aren't people that I want to let go. And then I have everybody to thank for the reasons why, you know, even when it got hard, even when I made it harder, they didn't they didn't let go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's that's definitely key. You know, so how do you stay motivated? You know, I feel like you got a lot going on, you know, taking care of not only stuff going on within the school, but you're going home and dealing with a lot as well. So how do you stay motivated when it comes to that? Well, I took, I enrolled in December, re-enrolled, and I took the same math test like six times and never finished it. And here we are just now finishing it, right? Because math is my worst. But, um, the chance, the chances to do it over and over again. So it's not like you fail. You yeah. just fail. Like you can fail in school and you know, you just, you keep going. You can keep having, you keep going, keep moving forward. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you ever watched a Disney movie, Meet the Robinsons, yeah. I was just watching that. And that's what it is here. It's like you either keep moving forward or you stay stuck and you don't stay stuck here. So they don't really give you an option to fail. Yeah. It's all about moving forward, progression. What are your aspirations for the future? You know, how do you believe that the JOG GD program has positioned you, you know, to achieve those goals? Well, I can say sitting right here now, being able to just talk, and I didn't know that we even JOG delivered this. <laughs> and this is something awesome because this is a way to get out to, like, I would say the generation are out. What we are doing now, like, nowadays is social media. Yeah. So to get out there and get the word out there, this is a big thing. And this is what people at my age or our generation, you know, are going to get it from and delivered. So maybe being able to deliver that. So, you know, my grandma, she the way she delivers things old school, but I know. But the way that you can deliver it and the way that I can help contribute to that and maybe even grow is that's what, that's what I look forward to and that. It's something very individual that not every program has like this because you are trying to reach out, and that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And that was one of the reasons why I'm here, you know, is that brand awareness. You know, as we, as you just mentioned, a lot of the students, or I just say this generation now, they're on social media. You know, they're on the TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, whatever, you know, whatever the yeah. case may be. But now we're trying to reach the, that audience. You know, we're trying to reach our students. And if you're listening right now, make sure you're, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you follow us. You know, whether it is on YouTube, at Jogcast, you know, our Twitter, our Instagram, you know, our TikTok as well. You know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. With some T-shirts. With some T-shirts, you know. Um, so... Um, just making sure, you know, everybody is, you know, followed in with us uh, there. Can you describe a moment during your GD, you know, preparation where you felt, you know, motivated or proud of your own progress? Today, <laughs> I will <laughs> say that. But uh, I did, I went back to back on the math and the reading test, and I only missed two questions on each. Oh, good job. Good job. And there are 40 questions, and these were, yeah, again, comprehension. I'm going to take that GED test that's coming up, and I think I can pretty good at comprehending. And so I'm excited to do that. And they reward you, too. They, they get you excited. They pump you up, and they hype you up, and everybody likes that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, um, so is there, like, already a set date for your GED as far as you taking the final, you know, the test test, or was that what you took today? No, so I just took a practice comprehension okay. test. I struggle in the math area, you know, when it, letters get involved with numbers, I'm like, what? <laughs> but uh, comprehension, I'm going to go ahead and take that test here in the next week or two and try to knock that out of the ballpark because I'm, like I said, that's the great thing too is like some of us are good in areas that we are, 
that others aren't. So I can take this and that's like out of, I don't need to study on that, but math and the other things. Yeah. I can just take it. And there's really, I have a goal for myself. Like I want to be done by October and I think I can, I think I can do it. And so really kind of go at your own pace and that, that helps ease stress too. Absolutely. And they make it fun and we can make it fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Cause it's all about, you know, because everybody, like you said, everybody learns differently. Everybody's at their own own pace. But when it comes down to it, it's making it fun, making it relatable, making it to the point where it'll stick in your brain. Now, um, you kind of already mentioned, you know, you want to go to Stark State Journalism. Is that like a two-year program? For- yeah, so okay. you only need like two years. That's what's great about it is all convenient and right in hand. Well, the firefighter school, like so if I do get accepted and – or well, I get accepted, I recruit, it's a – pretty sure it's a seven to four, 7 a.m. to four, mm. Monday through Friday. No pay, but it's training. Oh, okay. And that's going to be, and then there's a physical test. And, you know, I'm a girl. And, <laughs> and so there's like my my friends, I have friends that are dudes, they say, you're soft, you can't be a firefighter. I'm like, okay, that just makes me want to be one more. <laughs> and so that's going to be getting in shape and really doing that. And so I live down the street, so I think I need to start walking <laughs> in the mornings in instead the morning. of catching the bus. And the bus has changed now. Okay. The routes have completely changed. And I just found out this morning when I went to take the bus. But the teachers around here, they help with bus passes. That's great. 31-day bus passes. And they definitely hold you accountable because if you lose it, you only get one every 31 days. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> some of us don't have like family or close ones or people that are holding us accountable or authority. And they definitely are, they're your friend, but they and but they're, they have a different respect level. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're your friend and a good friend. Because not everybody's trying to see you do good. And if they're not, if you're not doing good around people, then they're not really your friend, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned, you know, the great opportunities, you know, working with Monique. So when you first was with the job, was she who you was working with? No, it, and I can't remember her name, but I was working with somebody separately and... I went back and forth, and it was a quick, it was a two months, and they actually, so they let me, they let me bring the kids here, and it's not like a thing, you know, it's just distractions, and I get that definitely, three kids, one, two, and three, (laughs) but they make it to where it, it works, and it can work, and so they don't let any barrier become a barrier, you have like no excuses, and so that was back then, and so things change, and then it's like, we'll see when it happens, when I say, well, what happens if I this, or if that, or that, they're like, well, we'll see when it happens, and they're willing to work around it, and I say that all the time, and I ask Miss Rochelle, I'm like, Miss Rochelle, am I crazy, (laughs) and people looking at me like, she goes, don't say that. And I'm like, why? She goes, you're fine. I'm like, okay. And really reassured because I feel like I'm going crazy sometimes here. And they definitely keep me level-headed. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> really. No problem there. Well, my my first two. Well, my daughter just turned four, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, and she, my first two, my son, Michael and Mila. Mila's my oldest. They are definitely uh, independent babies. <laughs> And then I have my baby, Carter. He is complete opposite. And he is not a, he's a kind of like me when it's like you just kind of expect it to happen and he can't hold three balls at once and just like temper tantrum, throws fit and titled crybaby. But these were, those ones you can let them do. They do their due. Um, when things don't work out and like you can't get the block in the right spot, my daughter might spaz out a little bit, just like mom. <laughs> but like they do it themselves and they, the good, 
the crazy part about it is that my daughter is actually, she didn't have a lot of social skills because she wasn't in like um, daycare like my son. So I put, they had to, I, I learned from my daughter that getting them into like involved early so they have social skills. So not that she's mean, she's just no boundaries. <laughs> she's a go, she's kind of, she's a kind of gangster. <laughs> I know she's like, she scares me sometimes and she's very, her eyebrows, me and her got those eyebrows. They're real too. Like <laughs> and she'd be looking like, what? And she understands. So the way she, um, her speech was, uh, when I had, I was involved in services and I know something like that. So my sister didn't have the time to take with her, but now she does pre-K and I'm able to teach her through me. And then we have, I have these teacher learning books. So I'm like, am I really doing this? People are going to think like, well, I'm, I'm teaching my daughter, but I really am. And she's so smart and reading. And it's so funny that I have a problem with communication, but can comprehend so well. <laughs> and I comprehend, I understand. So like, <laughs> I just have a hard day, <laughs> but no, but my daughter, she's very understanding and I can teach her and I'm able to pre-K kindergarten at her four-year-old age and my sons are like on track with that and they'll like, and they kind of just go together, Carter, but <laughs> he's a little, he, yeah, but <laughs> so it, it's nice. That's what they give me. They give me, I'm able to, I don't know when it gets older into the older years, I might be... <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask Miss Monique again. <laughs> That's good though, because you're building that structure now. You know, you're building that structure for them at a young age, whether it is reading, whether it is learning or comprehending, as you mentioned, you're building that as a young age and they're looking up to you. you and know? they see they see it. They, they see, see me it. mommy reread the question and they're like, wait, Johnny had how many apples? And we have to see how many okay. Because I have to do that. And they see how I like, you know, how I get understand it or how I comprehend it, how to work through it without getting frustrated. And that's a big thing is I'm like, okay, sometimes I'm like, okay, not today. <laughs> I can't shut the workbook and say not today. <laughs> like, what do you mean, Johnny? You and go figure this out. <laughs> right, right. So absolutely. So um, that's definitely good to hear, though. You know, you're, you're making things happen, you know, with any barrier that you may have faced, you know, uh, growing up. Because I know, you, you know, like I said, you deal with stuff outside of school. You deal with stuff in school. And to kind of mesh it all together and make it all work, you know, definitely got to commend somebody like you, you know. And then you got your kids who's, like I said, they're going to grow up. They're growing up now looking up to you and they're seeing what you're doing, you know, um, striving for the greatness as well. Um, so we're going to conclude this podcast episode. Was there anything else that you wanted to say or kind of get off your chest? Yeah, I did, actually. So I met uh, Brandon today and I don't talk to anybody here really I haven't really introduced myself to any of the students but it's so crazy because we have a lot in common we skateboard we both he we thought the same things alike and then we went and got ice cream too on break with Miss Monique and we have the same mental health <laughs> we we like the same music and a lot of things and it's like wow man and it's just like we knew it and it helped us thrive because the same struggles we both said we were struggling with we were able to connect and just see the light in him. Like, nobody wants to be depressed. That's not you, right? <laughs> and it's like, no, it's not. And we got ice cream. And now I have a friend and somebody that is better at math than me and <laughs> younger. And so he can help me with math and I can help him skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of works out. So, know. yeah, I'm looking forward to developing relationships here too. And I'm looking forward to what everything. So, like I said, I appreciate it. And... So nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. You came and you stepped in my office. You gave me a little, um, a rap, literally started <laughs> rapping. So I said, this is interesting because as you mentioned, you know, 
you don't see certain stuff like that often or somebody just, you know, expressing herself or you may know what you may you may never know what somebody's dealing with and for you to just rap or you be that light in somebody's life, you know, you don't know how that could change somebody or, you know, bring that extra that extra um positivity in that in somebody's life. Now, um, I did mention the rap, you know, um, you could end off on the rap if you want to. If you don't want to, I, I totally understand. No. And you know, what's crazy is that it's so unusual for me to do something like that. Oh, wow. I don't come out with my rap. I mean, I know I can rap. I think <laughs> I'm going to say that confidently. I know I can rap because yeah. I see people, out here, I hear people out here, I can rap. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> but no, but what are you rapping about that's actually going to, you know, everything I rap about is authentic and feeling. And it's just something that like expressive. I saw a mic. I saw something that's not I don't usually see people yeah. always talking about the studio, but they won't take me. And this is actually a coping skill for me. And it's a way I'm the best way I can communicate. Mm. And what if that's a way that I can get out there and. And you just, I saw you as an opportunity expressed, and I'm <laughs> like, wow. And even behind it, be out of breath, not on coffee or my meds. Yeah, yeah. So. I was just out there, and it, I thank you for this space. And I definitely want to, I'm all on board now. I'm going to be making raps on your social media. I'm just like, Q Banks. Yep, Q Banks. Q Banks. Uh, Q Banks. <laughs> Q Banks. So uh, we're going to conclude this episode. I do want to thank you for your time. As I mentioned, make sure you guys um, listen to our other episodes. And this will conclude another episode of Q&A with Q Banks, uh, presented by Jodcast, Journey to Success with Jobs for House graduates. Thank you.